if Bing can ever get to the point where they're comparable in search, great. Yes, they are better in chat and the whole like chat GPT plugins is amazing, but I can't see until Bing actually gets their stuff together with search that they'll ever actually be competitive. Google is literally saying, hey, we need government intervention like right now. And so you can upload a software of all your new patients, boom. And so instead of saying Tanner in the video, it's now going to say Susan or Betty or Roger. Welcome to another episode of Dental Riffs. I am your co-host, Gary Bird. I am the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients for your dental offices. I am Tanner Applegate, CEO and founder of Unified Dental. We are a SaaS product that helps you centralize all of your amazing, wonderful tools, software tools in one place. So I just have to give a call out though. Don't you guys love like when Gary gets into like automation mode, like you can tell he's got like the same intonation you every time doing he does it. Too. You started doing it too. I, do, I, I do ever co- I copy you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yep. And so I got right here, Tanner and I just talked and we have some topics that are going to blow your mind today. And I'm super excited to talk about. So the first one is about how software on your phone or yeah, software that they're going to change on your phone. Now it might change things for you. And then also we're going to talk about NVIDIA, the origin of AI, and why all these changes are coming with AI and where that came from. And then lastly, how we're using AI to reduce no-shows. So let's talk through that. Let's talk, tackle that first one, Tanner. Um, Google recently, or actually Samsung recently, said that they're talking about removing Google as the default the default browser on all of their phones. And what that means is, is less people are going to use Google for search, which means Google makes less money, which I don't really feel bad about because they make a ton of money. But Bing's kind of moving into that place and they're talking about it. I know you have some comments on that. What are your, what are your thoughts on, on that? First off, Samsung is still not created their own operating system, right? So they are built off of Android and an Android operating system is built by Google. Google. So to me, it doesn't seem like a good idea to bite the hand that feeds you. But if Samsung wants to do it, they're probably big enough to be able to give it a try. The other aspect of this, though, too, is have you used Bing? Are you using Bing? Nope, I haven't got in. I haven't even checked it in a while. The search, like, obviously everyone hated Bing forever because the search was terrible. And then the chat is better. But the reality is, is like, you still don't use chat for everything. And you still yep. use search. And the search is still garbage. Is it? Uh, so uh, I have to go in and I end up switching my default search engine back to Google away from Bing because it was so bad. Like it was, it's just unfathomably bad. Like I was like, oh, okay, well, it can't be like, there's not a huge difference between search engines. And it is like, there will be times where I'll search for things. And I literally don't even pop up in like the top 10 of the things that I'm looking for. I'd like go to the second page, even though it's like the first hit in Google. Like, come on, Bing, get your stuff together. So if Bing can ever get to the point where they're comparable in search, great. Yes, they are better in chat. And the whole like chat GPT plugin is amazing. But I can't see until Bing actually gets their stuff together with search that they'll ever actually be competitive. If I were a Samsung user, A, it'd make me not be happy with Samsung. So I don't know how long I'd be with Samsung. And B, I would, uh, yeah, still would not want to throw my uh, eggs into that basket. 
Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up, and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. So let me bounce a conspiracy theory off of you. I know you love conspiracy theories. So I, so right now, so I watched, I don't know if you watched the 60 minute show with uh, the CEO of Google and they are pushing so hard right now. Google is literally saying, Hey, we need government intervention, like right now, like AI is going to ruin everything in everybody's life. Nobody's going to have anything. We have to have government intervention. And I'm sitting back here watching and I'm going like, are they saying that because they're about to lose market share or they are losing market share and search and ads and beings moving in and other people are going to move in? What, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what, really, do you, what do you think about it? I do believe that there is a potential that AI drives us into the ground as a human race. So if you're wanting to get into conspiracy theories, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. indulge you in this because I do think that there is a possibility that we end up losing control of AI and we end up in an ap- apocalyptic scenario. So like, what, so the, like, like, what does that look like? So walk me through that. Like, what, what how do we, we end up there or what does it look like once we've got so there? Or like, like in my brain, I think like, okay, they're going to make like robot armies and they're going to lose control of the armies and they're going to be like blowing everything up. Is that so like what let you're me, talking about? Let me talk to you about what are these, we were going to chat about this in the next episode, but we're going to talk about it now. Let me talk to you about okay. auto GPT. Okay. Okay. So what auto GPT is, is it's a version, it's similar to a chat GPT, but what it does is instead of it putting in a prompt and then it does the prompt, you put in an outcome and chat GPT does what it needs to in order to figure out what prompts to prompt itself in yep. order to get that outcome. <laughs> right. So auto GPT, an example would be like, hey, uh, I'm having this event and inviting over these people plan for me and order all of the groceries and get me a meal prepped in order to do it. Right. So now it'll be like, OK, what are the prompts that I need in order to figure out the best uh, meal planning for this? What are the ingredients for it? What are the prompts that I need in order to figure out how do I go and attach it to all these other stores, et cetera. And so it'll literally create, right? And I, I've, I've always I've always preached, I think that prompt engineering will die. And AutoGPT yeah. is an example of this, right? AutoGPT is now ChatGPT teaching itself how to do prompt engineering and prompting itself so that a way eventually it comes up with this outcome. And these they're realistic AutoGPTs out there. Maybe not like robust enough to go out there and do things like, create a doomsday scenario but the technology is getting more and more advanced this is kind of where it's headed i've got a friend where him and i are playing around with this technology and it's legit like it is incredible what it can do and so take that this is only what a month past gpt4 being released yeah yeah give us three more months and who knows what auto gpt is going to look like right like it literally like you said earlier in a previous episode that we're going to have robots in our house they could Auto GPT could be sitting there like using your bank account in order to order these robots and to come clean their house. And who knows what other kind of data intelligence they're getting while they're cleaning your house. I'm really looking forward to that. So I actually watched a podcast where they took Jarvis and they took another one called Face Hug, I think it was called. And basically what they do is they combine that with ChatGPT, those two other softwares. And it does just what you said. 
but it goes out and it actually will recruit other softwares and other things to be able to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. And so to your point, like, okay, hey, I want, I want to plan this dinner. And so not only does it lay out the whole plan, but it, it actually starts to order the food and it, you can connect it to bank accounts and all those kind of things. So like we're in, in, in our video that we went viral, it had 9 million views. What we basically laid out in that video was, hey, there's going to be a time where you can go to one software and it will, you type in, you know, I want a video about the economic crash and it's going to, of 2009 or 2001 or whatever, and it will create a script. It can create a video and you'll be able to do it all in one place. We're already there. Like that, that is, is, has come together really, really fast to your point. Google has the ability to do that. I just watched a video that Google, you can go in and it'll do that for you. But we're now moving past that where it can actually plan trips for you, buy hotels. And we're right on the cusp of that. Like that's out there and people are using it. It's not for the masses yet, but we're right there. Like in the next couple of months, I think that we're going to be able to do stuff like that, which is absolutely insane how fast this is going. Yeah. So my, I do think that there can be a doomsday scenario. Am I on the bandwagon of let's stop all progress in order to make sure we get some government intervention and what's going on. I don't know how I feel about that because I don't necessarily feel like, uh, we can ever conceptualize worst case scenarios in order to prevent them. And so by it, that doesn't mean we should just run out and, and start attempting to do it anyways. But I do think that there is this reality of a future that we have no idea what it's going to look like even in a year from now, like that's fascinating to me what it will do. Oh, a year from now, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a whole different world uh, and how we're operating and jobs and all those kind of things. So very, very interesting. Well, do you, so what's, how does this tie into NVIDIA that you were talking about so, in the so, origin? Yeah. So let's talk about how this all came to be and why. Like, like, I don't know if you've ever thought of this, but to me, I remember once talking to my sister and she was like, this is all incredible, but like, why is it happening now? Like, what is different now than like a year ago or even six months ago, et cetera? And at first I kind of gave her some short answer that honestly was probably more opinion than it was based in fact. But as I've done a lot more, I've been hearing a lot about NVIDIA and how much they are kind of the behind the scenes of all of this, right? So if you look at the technology advancements that are allowed this to happen, like machine learning or the ability to be able to train a model to process a bunch of information to come up with another set of information that that idea has been around for <laughs> decades, right? And okay. so why now is the fact that NVIDIA has gone in and they took this idea of, hey, we're going to go in and create this type of back-end hardware that will be able to process tens of thousands of different transactions all at once. But I don't know yeah. if you, you were ever nerdy enough to care about what type of computers you bought, but I remember in like high school, there was this four core uh, computer that came out, right? So you could run four different di uh, softwares at the same time and it was mind blowing, right? So the fact that you could multi-process four different things at the one time back in that day was big. But if you look at NVIDIA now, NVIDIA, which didn't have a need for it until this whole machine learning, they have now created cores that are 10,000 different simultaneous things at the same time. And so wow. what that allows you to be able to do is start training for every millisecond, you're able to process 10,000 things at the same time. So now when you're getting into these 
billions or trillions of processes that need to happen, 10,000 things in a millisecond, you're able to accomplish a lot more processing power. And so what happens is, and this NVIDIA has, back in like 2012, they said, this is the future. This is what's happening. We're putting all of our eggs into this basket. They almost went bankrupt. Like they had, they were close to like $2 a share or $5 a share or something ridiculous. And so they were preaching this future, preaching this future, preaching this future. And nobody was buying it. Like they were sitting there developing on top of it, but nobody was actually coming in and purchasing it. Not until like 2019 or 2020 did everyone kind of wake up and say like, holy crap, NVIDIA is the only one that is making this type of technology for us to be able to process. And it's going to be a big deal that now they went from like $5 a share back in early 2000s to they're upwards of like 300 at their prime, right? So they are shooting up, but reality is people don't understand how necessary their hardware is in order to make all of this possible. And so they're really, they really are like the one thing that makes all of this possible. We're sitting here thinking about, oh, Google and OpenAI, but it's NVIDIA, man. Like they are making billions. Did you buy stock? Did you buy their stock or would you I buy think, their stock? I, don't, I haven't bought their stock, but I wouldn't be, I should go in and buy it. Honestly, I was doing a lot of research on it on a plane yesterday. And Tell me if you buy it. Fascinating. I want to know if you buy it. Tell me if you buy it because that's very, very interesting. What they're doing though is like NVIDIA is famous for like their graphics cards, right? Like you bought a computer gaming system. You probably had an NVIDIA GPU inside. Well, then they ended up buying a lot during the crypto rush when people are trying to process these crypto. Yeah, I remember that. That's where things. I know the name. I, I recognize the name, but I was wondering, like, where do I know that name from? It's from crypto, not from AI. Crypto mining. And then what they did is they said, oh, you know what? Let's create a product specifically for crypto mining. They made it so licensing, you can't use any of this other stuff. And they're just going to charge a lot more for mining. But they're also doing the same thing for AI processing as well. So they have... It, why can't uh, other people... Is it the chip that they have that's so powerful? Or why can't other people make computers that are... Or, or processors that are as equally as fast? Uh, How do they corner the market? It's because of the fact that they bring in together their hardware as well as their software layers on top. Uh, right? And and it's exclusive with their hardware, right? You can't use their software if you're not on their hardware. And so the fact that they bring all of this together in a central unit that is all talking the same language makes it so much more better than everyone else. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. That's really yeah, cool. It's fascinating. That's, so, so that's pay like attention the origin. to NVIDIA because they are, they're, they're Tanner, quiet. Tanner said, move all of your 401k move all your into Bitcoin NVIDIA. Into NVIDIA. That's perfect. And you'll be set. You don't even have to worry about anything. That's financial advice. All right. Well, that's, you, so, you've heard the saying of like, uh, don't go and be a gold miner. Be the one that sells pickaxes to gold miners. 100%. That is exactly what NVIDIA is doing. Yeah. 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 A lot of the AI softwares will not make money. Like they just, they're open. That's why they're open source. Uh, ChatGPT is open source. You can just go use it and build a business on top of it and either pay little or next to nothing for it. And then the reason they did that is because they knew they're not going to be able to protect it. But this this kind of stuff, you can protect. Oh, and yeah. People can't take it. And it's going to be a long, it might be a long time before somebody else figures out how to make or remake what they've already done. So fascinating, fascinating stuff. So you want to jump into the next topic about no-show uh, rate and how to reduce that with AI? I'm fascinated to hear what you're doing. Okay, cool. So first thing, so I, so I, I just did a podcast uh, with our director of marketing, Jack, and he's been working on this I've, because this is a huge problem. Everybody's dealing with same day cancellation. So I'm going to give you a I'm going to give you a chat 
GPT prompt to help you. And this was really, really cool what he did. So it's, it's long, okay? So if you want this, you can message me on uh, IG and uh, Doug Gary Bird, and I will, uh, I'll shoot it to you. But here's, here it is. I run the marketing for a dental practice that specializes in and put whatever you, whatever kind of dentistry you do. We're having an issue uh, with new patients scheduling their consults, but no showing at an alarming rate. Go into depth into different ways we can get 80% of our scheduled consults to show. And you can put it whatever, 80, 90, 100%, whatever. Give different ideas about every step of the funnel from lead generation to the confirmation process about what we could do to get patients to show up. List the things that are common and well-established best practices, but also name the overlooked areas or areas that aren't commonly addressed when it's coming to, uh, when it comes to getting patients to show, and be as detailed as as uh, be as detailed with all and as many ideas and nuances as possible. So he did this, and it just like ripped off so many different ideas. Now some of them are just regular stuff that you need to think through, right? Like in stuff that would pop into your brain instantly. But there were so many things that we often gloss over. And so what he did is then he built a playbook out of this and he just started going through with the offices and saying, okay, let's just go through each of these. What are we doing for this? What are we doing for this? And to be honest with you, Tanner, a lot of it was just glossed over. So a lot of it was just, they just stopped thinking oh, about yeah. it and, you know, and just little, little things. And so having that like very detailed chat GPT prompt really helped create a playbook like in 10 seconds to be able to get that result. So that's number one. Number two is we're using a software for a dental office, and I'm using it as well, called Tavius. Tavius.ai. And what they do is they'll, you go in and you film a, a video, one video. And so let's say it's a doctor. So you go to the doctor and you film one video with the doctor. And the video is like, hey, my name is Dr. Gary. And we're super excited to have you in the practice, Tanner. Uh, just so you know, this is how the first visit's going to go. Please make sure you get there a couple minutes early so you can finish any paperwork or da -da -da insurance. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to us this way. Thanks so much. We really look forward to seeing you soon. Right? So you film right. that one video. Then you go into the software and you can highlight sections of it. And what it does is it trains off your voice. So you have to do about 40, 50 minutes of voice training on it. But right. after you do that, you're done. Then I can send that video, my team, my front desk or somebody else or a software can send that video to every single patient or every new, new patient that's going to come in and it will change out the name or any other section that I want to change it to. And you can do this all based on a spreadsheet or software. And so you can upload a software of all your new patients, boom. And so instead of saying Tanner in the video, it's now going to say Susan or Betty or Roger. And it's going to automatically change all the names. So all you need to do is get your doctor to film one video. And now you have an unlimited amount of videos that you can use for no-show. But here's the really cool part. You can also use this for post-op. You can use this for recare. You can use it for whatever you want and change out the names and the, in the different sections of the video. And AI will replace the words in it. And it sounds just like you. So... I love this use case. I was chatting with another friend about the same thing. He's doing it. He's across the pond. Um, but you guys are, have you guys actually implemented it yet? 
Yeah, so we're actually using it in an office in California. What is we, the we, uh, view rate? I don't, I don't have any of the numbers yet. Like uh-huh. this is like brand spanking news. We just launched it, so I, I'll, I'll probably have that for you in the next uh, next episode of um, of getting that out. The point is, is that you can do video at scale now, where you couldn't so do it at scale before. All the platforms that I've seen have been financially kind of prohibitive the cost in order to per video is always kind of high what is the cost per video for this company to do it i don't think it has a cost i don't think it's cost per video i think it's like 250 bucks a month or something like that for unlimited videos or probably a finite amount of videos i think so i I haven't i honestly haven't looked at the pricing i've i've been using it for boot camp stuff and events to send videos to people about events um so my team can just swap out um the names of who's getting the videos yeah. I, like I said, I've, I've looked into this because I love this use case. I think it's a super brilliant way to scale. I do think it's a brilliant way in order to reduce uh, no-shows because it's personalized, right? Like it's always been once they start that relationship, the likelihood of them coming back is better. So if you can actually push the relationship before they come in by having it be personalized, I've always think that's a brilliant idea. So I'm, I am fascinated yeah, here's to see the how it goes with you. Here's the pricing. So uh, $275 a month, one AI voice and face model. So that means you, that would be the doctor. Right. 200 Tavius generated videos per month. Unlimited AI templates, unlimited variables and templates, access to core features. Okay, so, so it's for, about for a, a, dental, a dollar, dollar video, a little bit more. Yeah, a dollar video, but you could, you're going to be able to, that's going to cover all your new patients. So right. that at an office. So one doctor sending out all these videos to all the patients that they're supposed to see. And then once they film the video, they're done. Like you, you if, yes, it's going to take an hour or two of investment for them up front. But after that, they're done. If we were a Cyric salesperson, we'd be like, it'll sell itself in just one time. All you got to do is just do one of those and it'll work. Yeah. Well, the goal, the name of the game is what are people doing? What are other people not doing that you can do that will help people show up to their appointment? And having a doctor contact somebody personally, that's rare. Like that doesn't happen. How often right. do doctors reach out to you personally? Like, hey, Tanner just wanted to check on you or hey, just wanted to follow up with you and about to remind you about this appointment. So it creates this level of connection that just wouldn't exist otherwise. And it separates you from the pack. Now, when everybody's doing it, then it doesn't separate you from the pack anymore. So well, I, don't, I don't know if that's true though, Gary. I think that's a bias because the reality is patients how many doctors are they seeing, right? And so all of a sudden now, if I'm comparing my experience across all of them, I don't know if it necessarily is like, if everyone else is doing it is less effective. I think that if everyone else is doing it, the patient's only getting one experience, then great. Like that becomes, it's still unique to them. Yeah. Right. For us, where we're seeing a hundred offices and everyone's doing it, then yes, it isn't unique, but it doesn't mean that it's not unique or special for that patient. So I, 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 I even think like the, the non-personalized text, when they first started going out, they were something that was very helpful for getting yeah. people in the co- in the office, right? And so now it's become a standardized, I think everyone's doing it across all of the different things that you interact with as a customer, that it's become expected that now, yes, this is taking that up another level. And so I would be able to, I would love to be able to see if somebody goes from a 20% cancellation or no-show rate down to 15% or whatever. Yeah. So what my point was is that, like to the, your point on text messages, is that 
once everybody starts doing it, it's not like it all of a sudden gives you that extra boost, but there is, it still can maintain. So the text message is going to help people remember their appointment, but it's not special anymore. Right now, the video thing is special. Like that will be special. Nobody, you're not, they're That's not going to interact with other people that are doing that for them on almost any level. So right now there's still the special factor. It's like, wow, that's pretty cool that the doctor took time to do that. And you can do it on post-op too. So you can do it on, hey, Roger, here's what you need to do and what you need to think about on your, 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 you know, after your visit, blah, 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 blah. And you can change out the instructions. So you can say, okay, here's one set of instructions for this kind of patient, another one for this kind of patient, et cetera, et cetera. And you can automate all of that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, fascinating. I'm, let me know how it goes. Keep us updated on that for sure. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right, man. Have a good one. Good chat. Peace.